Hey, everybody, it's Jillian Barbary for another episode of Ask Jillian. Always with me, my friend Lizzie. Hi, everybody. So today I want to talk about something that has happened to me my whole life, only I didn't even know the name of it until a week ago when I talked to my psychiatrist. And it affects millions of Americans. It's happened to me since childhood. And I always thought it was just some freaky, scary, bad, creepy thing in the middle of the night that happened once every couple months. That often it would happen to you? And what is As it? As a child. Okay, it's called sleep paralysis. Every country has a different name for it. Some people call it uh, the old hag. Some people call it uh, the uh, black shadows. There's all kinds of names for it. And what it is basically, so when I was a kid, I used to get it. But about two weeks ago, I had a really bad, maybe a week ago, really bad episode. And I sleep on my stomach. And there are are old wives' tales that if you sleep on your back, that's when it's going to happen. Wrong. I have slept on my stomach my whole life and it's happened to me. And I'm going to tell you how I put this all together and, and finally figured it out. Um, so you're, li- you're sleeping and it could be okay. on your back or on your stomach. And you hear a presence in the room. You can hear them opening drawers, walking around. Your heart starts beating. You start to sweat. You can't move. You're paralyzed. So your body doesn't move. Your lips, you can't speak. You can't scream. You just hear them shuffling. You hear, you see shadows if your eyes are open, um, m- m- mumbling you know, little noises of somebody whispering, talking sometimes. I had it so bad a week or two ago that I I wanted to cry because I said I'm going to be killed and, you know. So you thought someone was in the room with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what sleep paralysis is. They're always something. They call them uh, the dark shadows, the black shadow, shadow man. So in my particular instance, I feel like I can't open my eyelids, but I see everything going on in the room. So... In this particular circumstance, I saw uh, the black shadow go by and it was at the end of my bed. And of course, I can't move. And you really physically cannot move. So you're lying in bed and you sweat and your body starts to buzz with this just like, I want to get out of bed, but I cannot move my fingers, my toes. It's the worst feeling. Some people get a feeling where someone's sitting, if they sleep on their back, they feel like someone's sitting on their chest. So it was a weight. Yeah. But it's like a gargoyle, like a a bad spirit. So I started looking it up because I couldn't take it anymore. I, I, two months ago, the kids were here and I had it and I, I heard them running around the room and giggling. And it was like maybe three, four in the morning on a school night. And when I got up, I knew I had had the paralysis because you can't move and you're scared. So I just, for whatever reason, I we were making cereal, making breakfast before school. And I said, did you guys happen to get up in the middle of the night and like run through my room? And they're like, what? And I knew they hadn't, but I just, for some reason, I thought I'm going to throw it out there, even though it was terrifying. So I get online and I, I was like, I'm over this. I don't know what the fuck's happening, but it's happening a lot. It's been happening for about a year and a half, like over and over. And I haven't had it since I was a kid. Oh, okay. So I get online and I write, what happens when you wake up and you can't move? Like, are you awake? Are you sleeping? And the first thing that came up was sleep paralysis. And it's either when you just fall asleep or you're about to wake up. And so what it is, is your mind is awake, but your body, your muscles are still sleeping and you cannot move. You're frozen. However... Your mind, like I used to think it was my dreams. I'm dreaming, it's a, it's, I'm having a nightmare and I'm waking up and this, no, has nothing to do with that. You could be dreaming about butterflies and unicorns. And when you wake up in a sleep paralysis state, 
you're now in a horror movie, which in, in, it entails visions, it entails uh, evil presence in the room. And I used to get these as kids. In fact, I used to go on, it was a show called Celebrity Ghost Stories, and I did a whole oh, yeah. show on it. And, oh, so you thought I was a ghost in the room. Oh my God, I did have a nightmare, but I when I opened my eyes, he came walking <gasps> in the room. A, a whole episode on it, you know? And I used to get them as a kid and I would lie there sweating, not being able to breathe. One time uh, I had it and I couldn't move and my sister and I shared a room and we had two single beds. And I was able to open my eyes and I looked and she was sleeping on her back and she sat right up and oh, turned God. and looked at me. Was it exorcist vibe? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. God. So I talked to my shrink and I did a little more reading and it says that sleep paralysis comes on during trauma, anxiety, or depression. And I went, oh my God. <laughs> check, so, check, check. Yes. So when I was a kid, I was sexually molested and I obviously had trauma. Mm -hmm. They started then. So from six to about 10. Then the past year and a half due with cancer and every other personal thing going on in my life, which is really a nightmare right now, it all started again. And I'm getting them about once every, I'm going to say three weeks. And it's gotten to the point where I don't want, I get so scared to go to bed now. Oh. I, I'm like, please don't happen tonight. Please don't happen. And I can tell myself there's no shadow man in the room. I see him walk by. I hear him scuffling at the end of my bed. And oh, I'm like, God. where are my dogs? Where are my cats? I hope they don't. And they're not barking. So no, nothing. Yeah. But you hear like, um, how do I say this? Whispers and banging, like you hear somebody walking across the floor. It could be slow. It could be a fast pace. It could be like a uh, like a somebody scratching on the floor, scratching on the window, trying to open a doorknob. All these insane sounds that you know your heart just goes crazy and you're completely frozen and you feel like you're getting pushed and pushed into your bed. So you feel, I guess that's the weight they're talking about. Someone's sitting on you. And um, in every, so I started deeply digging in and every country has its own name for it. And it's everyone who has it. We all have the same story. And so I talked to my shrink and she said, I said, oh my God, I don't feel crazy anymore. This is what I have. I, I have sleep paralysis. And she said, well, that's exactly what it sounds like. All right, now it's time to hear from our sponsors. Listen, I was recently diagnosed with cancer. I slept horribly at night. I had anxiety all day day. Well, the cancer's behind me, but guess what? I still use CBD oil. Now, it's not the kind that's going to get you high, so you'll be able to take care of your kids like me if you're a single mom. And the only place I trust is cbdistillery.com. They are the experts that I love. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of CB Distillery customers said that CBD helped them stay calm, but it gets better. An impressive 90% said they sleep better with CBD. I know I'm one of them. Look, if more calm and better sleep were important to you, you can have CBD delivered straight to your door. And with over a quarter million customers, cbdistillery.com is the source that I trust and that I love. And right now, get 20% off when you enter Jillian at checkout. Again, enter Jillian for 20% off at cbdistillery.com. That's cbdistillery.com. It may change your life. Now, when you were a child and it was happening to you, mm -hmm. Did you tell your parents? Did you tell anybody? I uh, mean, about the dreams or the molestation? Well, actually both. Because I think if you weren't telling people about the molestation, yeah. that would cause such... Anxiety, like yes. your, your trauma in yourself, right? right? Um, so when it first started happening, I thought, well, I know this is wrong, but, you know, and why am I being singled out? And wh what, what did I do? So you, 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 you 
you go through years of that. Like you don't even think mm -hmm. because the person would threaten you. If you tell your parents, you're going to be in a lot of trouble. This and, is a relative of yours, right? Yeah. And he would threaten you? Yeah. Oh God. God yeah. That's, that's one of their tactics. I know, but yeah. that is just. So I uh, <sighs> thought, well, maybe it's because I'm not of their flesh and blood. But I, then I talked to a couple of cousins. Oh, because you were adopted. Right. And then I talked to a few cousins, gosh, when we were adults. And they said it happened to them too. And they were flesh and blood. So I knew he was, you know, a creepy pedophile. And there were two of them. But um, so anyway, I know that those dreams started. I know, it's exactly when they started. And, and they say that this sleep paralysis is brought on by that. And then recently I've, I've you know, talked about very openly about being uh, in a clinical depression and going on Effexor. So I was thinking, well, maybe I won't get these anymore. And I've only been on Effexor for a month and I had it two weeks ago or whenever. And so, that was the one that was really Oh, bad. it was, I, I woke up at two in the morning and I got on Twitter and I was like, I just had the worst. <laughs> Take it to Twitter. He'll solve it. You know anything. why? Yeah. Because <laughs> it was my escape to yeah. go for people, you know, and then they're like, people oh my God. People are always up on Twitter. And people are always experiencing yeah. what you're experiencing. Like when I had cancer, I would go on Twitter and say, oh, my legs hurt. And people go, oh, have you tried gabapentin? I'm like, no, try that. Ask your doctor. Sure as shit, it worked. Um, so I go on Twitter. I say, I just had the worst sleep paralysis episode. Oh my God, I'm stuff like I was freaking out still. And then like immediately hundreds of messages. I had one the other night. Uh, how, how was yours? You know, do you sleep on your back? Do you sleep in your stomach? I will say you've never had that. No, I don't think so. Cause I obviously have had nightmares and there's times you wake up and you almost feel like, wait, that was a dream. Okay. That was a dream. Okay. But I don't feel like I have you, you, no presence uh, in your room. Evil I mean, one or, I mean, if I, now that you're describing, I'm like, I guess maybe that's happened to me once or twice, but not, no, this idea, I had one, someone that, um, I was close to for quite a few years and she had anxiety issues and she would have sleep. That was the first time I ever heard about sleep paralysis. Oh, and I don't, so you had heard of it, but I don't think we knew it was called that. Yeah, and I don't I think she know. went to a psychiatrist. And it was like, she's like, and I think she, she talked about, have you ever woken up and you can't move your body? I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? So I know I've never had where I feel like I'm awake, but I can't move my oh body. Oh my God. It is the, the, how do I put this? It is the most frightening and your mind can tell you this isn't real. It doesn't matter. Well, how do you eventually wake up? Like how does it, it takes about, two, they say two to three minutes, which is absolutely feels true. Feels like an eternity. Feels I'm like sure. an eternity. Feels like you are in the middle of a horror movie. Like, I don't I don't know how else to explain it. And there's no ration, you can't, you know, I guess, but you're in the moment and you're like, and you hear the footsteps and you hear the, like, this is what it'll sound like. Oh gosh. I'll tell you the, the first time it happened to me, I remember it very clearly. We had gone to um, the Indian reservation. We walked there from my aunt's house. It was the Huron Indians. Oh, I love how you said aunt. My auntie's house. And so there, I used to say aunt. Um, <laughs> so there are so many reservations up there. There's, mm. there's Six Nations, Iroquois, uh, Mohawk. There's, you know, the Huron. And so you become very, my aunt and uncle lived on reservations. So you just become very tied to the community and very invested. Like I love that whole aspect of Indian culture. So we went to the Indian village and they show movies of the Iroquois attacking the Hurons in the village that you're sitting in. So like they'll show you're in a smokehouse and they have a projector and you're watching the Iroquois coming in to kill the Huron and scalp them. And you're sitting exactly where they did it. Like it's scary as shit, right? So we go home from this trip. My aunt lives like two hours north. 
And I fall asleep in our living room watching TV that night. I was probably 12, maybe. Yeah, I was probably 11 or 12. And um, I woke up, but I was frozen. And I heard bum, 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 all these like the Indian drums. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a, am I on an Indian burial ground? And I could hear the instruments playing in my living room. Like they were right there and it was thumping and they were angry that we were on Indian land. So I was like, oh my God, oh my God. So I try to get out of my sleep. I drag myself to the, um, my sister's room and she had a waterbed, which I fucking hated. <laughs> I fucking hate water. They are the cheesiest because she loved it. No, my husband, uh, when we were dating, hit a waterbed. And I remember we were moving into our first uh-huh. house. And he's like, well, which bed are we going to take? Did we yours? put some go, waves in that ocean? I was like, I will literally, Edward Scissorhands the shit out of that bed. It's not coming to our new house. <laughs> They're the worst. I always think of the like, water in there being oh, so stale God. and gross. Just, and you're lying on top of it. And if it's not it, totally you're full, you'll like wake up what, in a corner, rolled ew, over, and you're ew, so oh, disgusting. Oh, the worst. Okay. So I finally make it up to my sister Dawn's room, who's my younger sister, by the way, but I'm so scared shitless. She's 10 at the time that I get into her bed. And I'm like, oh. so I'm like, I can breathe. I can breathe. I fall asleep again and I hear the drums. And I wake up and I'm still on the couch. I hadn't even gone to her room. Oh. Oh, all kinds of crazy shit used to happen to me when I was a kid. But that didn't, okay. So I probably had the sleep paralysis then. I couldn't get off the couch, but it took two to three minutes, which it always takes. And then you can move. But in my mind, I had crawled from the living room up the stair, crawled. I didn't walk. I crawled because I could barely move because I felt everybody was pulling me back. You're like the kid from the ring. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You're like, oh God creepy kids that's kind of why i like horror movies i guess so much but i so what happened horror i started watching all of these i looked up movies about sleep paralysis and i started watching some on on youtube and stuff and there's a ton of shit and i I was like yep 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 meet 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 same story but wait a minute when it goes back because you know you were molested at what age younger Well, like six uh yeah, six to about 10, 11, it started. So was it two. after you started to have sleep paralysis, almost like PTSD? Yeah. yeah. No. Oh, yeah, it was trauma. So when it's going on, you have defense mechanisms. Like there's a couple of things that happen to you when you're molested. You either, you there's uh, you compartmentalization, there's separation of body, which is where you, it's happening, but you float above and then you look from the ceiling down at what's happening to you, but you're it's not really you, but it is you. So it takes a while for your brain to wrap around what, what's really going on and so the trauma comes later it doesn't happen right away when they do it to you no 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 because your mind is processing well what was that and i don't i think it was bad and wrong and you know so there's shame guilt blame you blame yourself so yeah it probably took a a year or two before the trauma set in and then it it didn't happen like i went through montreal it didn't happen miami my tv jobs in montreal miami i never had it Neither divorce brought it on? No, I, I never had it. Not once in either marriage. Not once. You know what I heard once when my girlfriend was doing research on it that was, it was funny because um, we still didn't know what it was. And it's one of the things that brought up is that it's some people claim that you know, alien abduction. Yeah, well, yes, that's part of it. <laughs> that's because it's so weird and yep. foreign, you came with your body. Well, some people think that they are yes, exactly. Yes, they come out of it, they're like, correct. I was abducted by aliens. That is correct. Because probably because that they're hearing pitter-pattering and people in their room, I mean, are your eyes, 
You oh, said good... you once opened them. Yep. Like, are they opened or closed or you don't know? I don't know, but I feel that oh, they're closed God. and I can't open them. But the weird thing is I can see the wall with my kid's picture on it. Like I sleep, I always sleep on my stomach on my left side Which of my face. Which we need to talk about that too. But go, go what ahead. What do you mean? That is the worst position to sleep in. Why? For like vascular reasons, it blood is? flow. I told you, you tried what? to pull. No, listen, lady. What the fuck are you I'm talking go, about? I've given you this lecture. Bitch, I will cut a bitch. I have given you this lecture before <laughs> because when you were pregnant, you well, were so upset yes. that you couldn't sleep on your stomach. Oh, yeah. And I was so happy. I go, good. You should be sleeping on your left side. Right. But I just. <laughs> and you would can't. not do it. And you were so excited. When I have, have Ruby, like, oh I God. slept on my stomach You're the like, first I night. I wait. And I'm going, no, no, no. You've gotten in the habit of sleeping on your oh, left God, side. No, Stay no. on the left side. No. And, uh, but it's so bad for you. Like, wrinkles like <laughs> boobs like everything boobs it, i got new fake tits well, what I, do know, I care before but the whole thing it really is like oh that's weird you're not supposed to sleep on your stomach well you know what kathleen what? did david she put tennis balls so tennis balls in the back of his shirt so he couldn't sleep on his no in the front i forget because he, he was is, snoring or something and so she <laughs> she made she sewed two tennis balls in his pajamas so that when he rolled over he'd be so uncomfortable he'd turn now, back over when she says kathleen this is the the neighbor, neighbor. that we call Kath, uh, she's the best yeah you know, the kathleenism kathleen kisms kisms you, you know so when her, you when you give a blow job you're actually working out working out because the head weighs about you know 10 Keep pounds chin chin up chin up chin up chin up your yeah, neck and your chin yeah it's good for your neck and tight yeah tight and taut so anyway um that was one of many kisms but so not through your divorces nope not through kids anything nope not so, not even through cancer it oh. was after chemo well you said you've experienced more depression yeah well, and now because clinical of, because of other things outside of cancer and chemo that came into my life that just hit me in the but face. But even the post-traumatic of surviving cancer. I guess, yeah. Because you but were But that on a... top of what everything else that you know about that, you know, came up on me and just floored me. Um, yeah, it's been a tsunami this It's been a year. tsunami. Yeah. And so anyway, it came on again. How do I say it? And I just, I'm getting it now about once a month, I guess. And um yeah, I got to the point where I'm like, I don't, I don't want to go to bed tonight. So the, the alien experience you're talking about, it's interesting. There's also um, something called astral projection, where you actually get out of your body in time. Some people, I get, I have nothing, I never could experience this, where you're so relaxed in such a relaxed state where you can leave your body and people feel like they're abducted. Yeah, sleep paralysis, I think it affects 10% of the population. It's not a very big percentage, mm -hmm. but... When I started to read about it through Greek mythology, the uh, Italians and Portuguese in Spain, they've got uh, their own edition of it. And there's pictures and paintings done from the 16s and 1700s of people sleeping with a gargoyle sitting on their back. So it goes way back oh. thousands of years, hundreds of years rather. And, you know, people have talked about it forever. And it wasn't until last week that I, I just went, I had an epiphany and the light bulb went off and I went, oh my god it happened to me as a kid because of my sex abuse trauma mm -hmm. and it happened again recently because of all the anxiety and depression i'm going through so i don't know if any of our uh, listeners get it i would love to hear from you if you do and how you get through it yeah. some people have told what me what are the treatments because you said you started a medication but the medication is for your depression yeah, there's and you're no, hoping that maybe it there's really nothing for it because there's herbal things you can take to help you yeah, sleep yeah and you've always been like you don't like them you're not a big fan of them well melatonin gave me 
nightmares you said oh my god like blood curdling but not like this so i <laughs> took mud i took Jeez. melatonin when i first went on good day la because i had lived in huntington beach they said you have to get up at three in the morning and blah blah, blah you're on at six Ooh. and i'm like oh my god so i was a miami beach party girl before that so i was like this is a whole different system for my body and everyone's like oh you gotta try melatonin i tried it for a week I had a week long of fucking horror movies every night that I was starring in. Guess who was the star? Me. And it would be a different. Were you sexy? Like what? what, what no, I starring I'd, in I'd be running from a chainsaw man. Her, her chasing me with a chainsaw. Well, some people could find that a turn on. Not you in it, but <laughs> no, it was always me, sadly, or me in a haunted house, or me. So I. I Why said, do you like horror flicks? I don't. I don't really know. Cool. I think it's because I. I, you I don't love know. Them. I do. And I love ghosts and paranormal activity. Maybe <laughs> that's the, why. What the hell? <laughs> you should be terrified. But yeah, I remember I you know. telling me about melatonin because I think there was something recently in the last two or three years. I was like, oh, you should try melatonin. You're like, hell no. I will I never like, no. try that again. Well, and sleep is so important because, you know, A, to heal physically from trauma, mental stress, weight loss. They talk about everything. Sleep is one of the elements that you yeah. have to have a healthy dose of sleep oh, every night. And I have not and for REM, about a year. Yeah. You, you really have to. And for you, I mean, it surprises me because I will go on, you know, oh, I'll be on Twitter. I'm like, oh, Jillian tweeted at like 2 a.m. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing up? Oh, yeah. Which you've always been a, if you weren't out because of all the years of being on early morning yeah. radio, TV, everything you've done, you've always been, unless we were out, we were like out, you know, having a night or you were out with some friends. You were always a pretty eight, early eight to bed. Yeah, eight o'clock. Like yeah. I would never have texted or called After you. After eight, no way. After uh, seven yeah, even. Yeah, you no, never did. No, Because it was like, oh, you know, and most likely she's already like winded down or turned off the yeah. phone. Yeah. Those, it's weird. Um, you're, you're so right. And those were uninterrupted sleeps. I'd sleep right through till five, get up, no problem. I'd have a solid eight hour sleep and then I'd go do Good Day LA. Um, it started to change about a year ago and all of the sleeping habits, everything. I, it's not like I, I get sleep paralysis all the time, but I'm gonna say in the past year, I've had it about six times. And it's been, like I said, horrifying. Um, and then so people got on Twitter, they're like, well, you can wiggle your toes to, and tell your mind that this is that there's nobody in the room with you, the shadow man's not there and wiggle your toes. This was like a month or two ago. So I get it the other night and I'm like, okay, wiggle your toes. My fucking body's frozen. I can't wiggle anything. And you're lying on your stomach. How are you wiggling your oh, toes you with their face down? you can wiggle your toes no. for the love of God. It'd be a lot easier if you were in a different sleep position. You're so funny. You know who used to say that to me? Patty Taraxi and the hair lady at Fox. She's like, oh. oh, you better learn to sleep on your back because you don't want wrinkles. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> honestly, I've slept on my stomach my whole life. I don't, I've noticed nothing on my face. I don't give a shit. <laughs> You know what I mean? I don't care. No, because we've actually, you know, been on vacations or been places where we've been in the same bed together. And I will look over, I'm like, how the F is that comfortable? Are you kidding me? How do you sleep? I sleep on my left side. The whole night? And you don't wake up with your left side numb? I go from the vampire position. What the hell's that? Like My coffin? back, yeah. Arms in front. <laughs> you know, flat out. Oh, God. Or, no, my left side. I never sleep on my right side. Why? Oh, that's interesting. And, and my stomach. I don't know if I've ever slept on my stomach ever. What? It's I the feel, most. Oh my God. Oh, I feel like brilliant. I'm, I can't breathe. Oh, it's so yummy. I remember after I gave birth to Ruby and I was, and I, my first night I was like, I cannot, this is what I'm waiting for. And I had, I was I know, you tried to do it when I was spending the night with you in the hospital. Started oh, I had the uh, C-section. You were like, oh my God. The night that my ex-husband left me. Yeah, I And I spent the night with you and you were trying to get <laughs> on your stomach in the hospital bed 
because you're just going to rock on. I'm like, it's not going to work, girl. You've had a C-section. Yeah. Your boobs are huge. Yeah. I was like, no. And it's yeah. a hospital bed. Yeah. I remember Ruby. Yeah. You were saying the first night at home after Ruby. Well, no, it was in the hospital and I lied on my stomach and she was beside me, but I put my leg, my right leg up in a bent position because I was too afraid to lie flat, totally flat. So I had my knee up a little bit. I was gingerly about it. And that felt so good because I hadn't been on my stomach in almost whatever months. I think I slept on my stomach until the fourth month. And then by fifth month, you start to feel butterflies in your stomach. You're like, I can't sleep in my stomach anymore. But um, but I did get, did you get the pillow when you were preggers? Like that big, long body yeah, pillow? Yeah, and now I, I'm like, where did that go? Yeah. Yeah, me too. I miss it. I eventually must have just it's disappeared in the house. Well, you can use your husband for one of those. <laughs> uh, no. We, like, we, he sleeps on his left side too. So we're almost like in, you know, si vertically side by side. If he rolls over and faces me and is breathing into my face, I am like, roll. Right. I, I'll over. pull a Kathleen. I'll like kick so him. So can throw some tennis oh, balls? Maybe I will get some Adam. tennis balls. I'm like, <laughs> roll over. Does he snore? Um, he can. I mean, uh, you know, that I, my sister when I grew up, God bless her, she had adenoid issues. I don't make <laughs> a noise. Adenoids, and I, I'm a quiet sleeper. And thank God, number two was quiet. I should also mention quickly the reason Liz stayed with me the first night I gave birth to Rocco because my ex was in the room, and then w he gets word that a friend of mine, okay, Daniela, her husband Gilby, that my ex didn't know very well I've known him for forever was in a motorcycle accident so he goes I gotta go to the hospital I'm like well you're here already I just had a baby he's like no I gotta go gotta go and Daniela's in the room and she goes I was so stunned when he walked in because she's like didn't your wife just have a baby like what the hell so that's that story but you <laughs> we, were, we laugh about but it I now. have to say I remember you were like so happy because like, yeah Liz um go get us in and out uh, then yeah. we're gonna watch American Idol. Yeah, and I sat there and let you sleep. Well, and I, I held Rocco, and you, you know were like, what? "This is so relaxed." You know why I was so relaxed? I remember I was so cold in the room. I go, "Can you tell the nurse to come and put the heat on?" He goes, "It's not cold in here." And I'm like, "Well, I just had the baby, and I'm freezing." And he's like, "Well, so get another blanket." Like he was the most un like just whatever <laughs> about me. He was, he was not an attentive. I never once said, "Please go get me an In and Out burger," because I could never put him out. <laughs> oh my god, it would be like World War Three, even though I was pregnant. So I'd be like getting my own shit. Never wanted to put him out. That's why when he left, I was probably like, "Liz, yay, freedom!" You're like Woo! turn the heater up to ninety. <laughs> go get me In and Out. We're gonna watch American gonna Idol. Whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah, I was like, okay, all right. Oh, that's so funny. No, so when you told your psychiatrist about this, and she's like, yeah, you, this is yeah. sleep paralysis. She 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 uh, confirmed it for me, and it. I had this. I felt so good. I can't tell you, Liz. I was just like, well, yeah, you're not. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. This it is, is something. Yeah, and uh, I felt happy. I felt okay, nervous still that I'm going to get it because it's happening, but. Um, is there any treatment for it? Is there anything no. they suggest? No. Like I said, they'll say when you when this happens, remember if you can't open your eyes, uh, it's it's not real. Try to wiggle your toes to say I'm present. Well, I tried that. My toes. There's nothing. Your body is completely still sleeping. It's paralysis. It's like you're paralyzed, and so but your mind is awake. So other cultures call it um, the old hag. and Yeah, what is that? That's so, a weird name. So some people see an old woman. They'll see a cor in the corner of their room. So they freaky, see, okay. Yeah, they see an old woman and different um, tales. Like um, Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, pretty much. A haggard oh, witch. Yeah, and the people that get it that sleep on their back, when there's pressure on them, they see the face. I don't have any of that because I'm on my stomach. So the black, but I don't have the witch. I have the, what they call the shadow man. So it's like, I see something go by and then I hear, 
oral here, like scratching oh, or doorknobs turning. Um, I could see why someone would think it was aliens in their room. Yeah, I've never felt it was an alien. I always felt a, an evil presence, like just something bad. And then it makes you think, well, what the hell did I do to deserve this evil presence? Like what? And then some people say, oh, it's it's someone trying to reach out to you. And I'm like, nobody that I know dead, like my birth mother would not try to scare the fuck out of me. I mean, she had a wicked sense of humor. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to attack that girl I thought you were going to go like, no, I know it's passed away because it was shit about contacting me. <laughs> Like, I didn't know where you were well, going through that too. But I was thinking, you know, if Jerry ever wanted to contact me, I don't think this would be the way she would do it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to scare the crap out of her. <laughs> no, I'm going to be the move. old hag in the corner. Because oh, mother, for shits Mom? and giggles. <laughs> oh my God. Well, that's kind of sucks that there's no, well, probably, yeah. you know what it is. It's a, that old saying, like, if you don't deal with the trauma that happened in your yeah. life, it will work its way yeah. out of you one way or the other. Yes. It will make you confront it and i didn't confront being molested till i was 32 so then like i went to 12 yeah how long did the sleep paralysis in your youth last like um that's a good question i'm gonna say uh a total of maybe 10 times which was enough i wonder believe me it was enough because it was a relative do you think it was ever tied to you because it's not like he got kicked out of the family or went to jail, right? No, it was he died when I was 13. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? I mean, God, you hate the whole to, thing was crazy. Not that you wish anybody death, but you're like, bye asshole. Well, it's really funny because, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, when I heard he was dead, I was like, yay, no more of that happening. When did you told your, your family? Did you tell them at that point or what did you ever um, tell them? I did. I did. Did they yeah. believe you? No. Mm. So that Which was is, tough. That's I think my really dad might have, but it, not so much for my mom. And I think not, it was she was not that she didn't believe me, but she, God, this is crazy. Her and her sister to put him to the test. So they put me out basically in the living no, room. No, like him. bait? Yeah. What? And he didn't do it that time. And so I remember her saying, see, and I was like, no, and I, it was really, oh, oh yeah. Well, it strained my relationship with her for a long time. It makes me sad to think about it, but um i will say no one because i mean no one really knew how to deal with it back then there was very little language i remember the ted danson movie uh there was a movie about child molestation that ted danson now i cannot remember the role he played in it so Mm -hmm. i don't remember all i remember is he was in it and i remember we watched as a family and it had to be sometime in the 80s and it was like oh and then the big uh case that happened mcmartin was it oh yeah yeah that case that was the first time i think on a national yes. awareness yeah. of like oh this this happened it's not a creepy stranger but then it did People, didn't it, they prove it didn't happen to the mcmartins like weren't they proven i, I forget the whole like I that's feel, had so many twists to it and but, that's why when i hear people say oh i had this re no it, i found out at 30 i was molested at seven and i'm like how did you like i always find those people interesting because i'm like i knew i was molested. i mean i they must have blocked it out i guess but i knew that it was wrong and things were happening and i just tried to survive and and passed it off to being you know adopted but i I, i'm fascinated by the people that wake up one day and go oh my god i was molested at seven well also think it's the age that it happens to you because you know uh i mean most of us don't have completely clear memories you know before the age of four i remember how it came out which is 
I mean, I can laugh at it now because it, I laughed at it then. Um, I was 24 and I was working in Miami and we had this tiny little dressing room to get ready for the news. And I worked with a female anchor woman, another female anchor woman, a female sportscaster, and I was the female weather. Like there was, it was the, they were so innovative back then. They had an all female and everyone looked like Miss America, nice. but they all had journalism degrees. And so there was a story, there was a TV monitor on in the makeup room. And there was a story about a child being molested by uh, this creepy guy in the neighborhood. And um, it turns out that it was like, a, a great uncle or something and they were like oh my gosh and it was like a girl who was maybe six and they were freaking out and I'm like and I was looking at them like okay I'm like are you guys serious right now and they're like what and I go are you guys serious like this story and they're like yeah that's pretty bad and I go oh please like you guys all haven't had a creepy uncle or a grandfather that's molested you and I swear to god <laughs> the room went totally silent and they all just looked at me and I was like oh it was the, I was 24 years old. It was the first time I realized like, this doesn't happen to everybody. Oh. And uh, they were like, I go, I went through each one. I was like, Kelly, tell me right now that you've never had a, a family member or somebody molest you. She goes, I'm fucking telling you right now. And I go, Jessica, somebody molested you when you were a kid. She goes, absolutely not. And then I said to the sports girl, Deb, Deb Kaufman, I'm like, you were molested as a child at least and she's like i absolutely was not they were not joining your club yeah and i was like no oh because i was and they're like oh wow maybe you should talk to somebody about that and i was like yeah maybe i should talk to somebody about that of course i never talked to anybody and then i got the job in la so i mean that was in miami i get the job in la and it starts to bother me so i call up dr drew one night out of the blue and because he was on the Rolodex, <laughs> his poor wife, Susan, who knows me now, but she answers the phone and she's like, who's this bitch calling my husband? And she had just had triplets and I could hear them all screaming. And Drew oh, was in God. between his medical job and then Loveline. So he gets on the phone. He's like, how'd you get my number? I go, oh, well, I work at Fox. I'm the weather girl. You're in our Rolodex. Anyway, here's the thing. <laughs> I uh, was molested and I need a good doctor. And he's like, okay. So he gave me three names and I didn't call any of them for years. Oh, geez. Yeah. And God bless him because he and I have been friends for 26 years, but that's how I met him. And I'm friends with his wife now, which she loves that story. She's like, who's this bitch calling? I, she's got wah, wah, in the background. Imagine triplets at once. No. Yeah. And then I called a therapist when I was 32 and she helped me with it. Yeah. But you weren't having sleep paralysis at that point. Nope. And so it's nope. only been now, it started back- A year the, ago. A year ago. And, and the first time I had it, like I said, I've lived in this house for eight years. I've never, when I was alone with no husband in this house, never had one scary night, not one bad nightmare, not one feeling of nothing, 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 nothing. And then about a year ago, I had it. And I went, oh my God, oh my God. And so your mind is thinking, I wanna cry. There's someone in here. This is bad. This is evil. This is dark. I feel I'm being pushed into the bed. I can't move. I'm, 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 I, anything can happen. You feel so uh, vulnerable and scared, but your heart races. And uh, the other thing that goes through your body is this, I call it an energy. You feel zings through your body, although mm. you can't move it. So you're being pushed into the bed. Your body feels like it's being electric, like zzz, a buzz. And then um, you hear all the motion in your room. And so I don't know if my eyes are open, but I always see the shadow man go by. Always. There's 
always that. And, and what's then interesting pitter patter. You, you sleep with your animals in the bedroom. Yes. And, and they never bark. They never meow. But they would react if yes, any of, of your course. kids, anything came into the room. So that's, yep. that's yeah. sort of And an so indication. my mind could tell me right. that nothing, but it, it it's too, by the time you're starting to think rationally, the two to three minutes have gone by and you're now coming out of it and you're like, <sighs> yeah, when you come out of it, yeah. So you're sweating, you're uh, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then you're like, okay, everything's okay. It was just sleep paralysis. You're fine. I always put on the light and get on Twitter or get on my phone. I do. I'm like, I have to get back Start into the now. Outlander. Yeah. <laughs> I just binged it. It's so fantastic. Scottish pun. I mean, that guy, please. Oh. I was like, does this fucking guy even, I mean, I know he exists in real life, but does a guy like that actually really exist in real life? Fuck no. Back in the Scottish Isles, yes. I can't, I mean, this guy's like the perfect specimen. He's beautiful, he's sexy, and he's charming, and he's got that little crooked smile, and he's so into his woman. I'm like, it's such bullshit, but God, I love the whole series. <laughs> no problem. I watched the whole series. You're like, this is a fantasy. It's total, but sci-fi I- Sci-fi fantasy. It's got to be one of my absolute, I liked it better than Peaky Blinders. I liked it better. I mean, I, I think it might be, okay, it's up there with Game of Thrones for And me. I recommended it to you. Yes, you did. Yeah. So wait, so, uh, so that there is no take a pill and this is cured. Uh-huh. Do you feel like now that you're talking, because you've only started to do therapy again more recently, right? Uh, a few months ago. Yeah. Yeah. A month, month ago. Yeah. Do you feel like that you're talking through some of the things that have happened to you the last two plus years in particular? Yes. That's all we talk about. We have not talked about my childhood sex abuse. I did mention to her very quickly. I said, I read that sleep paralysis is brought on by trauma, anxiety, and depression. I go, my trauma was when I was molested as a kid. My anxiety, and I got it then, and then my anxiety and depression are now, and it's back. And she said, yes, that makes absolute sense. So when she confirmed it for me, it just made me feel like I'm not a wackadoo. Like, And then when I got online, which is a fucking amazing place, I started watching all these YouTube videos about people who've been interviewed. And I was like, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. Okay, good. I'm not fucking nuts. And when you say trauma, no, not this time. I do think you have experienced trauma this last year or two because there's definitely been emotional trauma. Well, cancer, loss of job, the ex gets remarried, has a baby. There's a lot of shit. It's been a constant. And then the other one, the big one on top of that, which is, (laughs) I can't even talk about, which is so massive. There's been a lot of side swiping, like where you're like, okay, I have got my footing again. Oh, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm okay now. No, I'm not. Yeah. I mean, the so, one good thing I got out of all this, though, like I got you guys all back in my life after all that, because that wasn't that was PTSD ish. So if there's not a pill cure all for this, right? Do you feel like talking about it, um, both with your therapist and even here now? Yeah. It's almost what has been causing you the anxiety and stress. Working through some of that, maybe it'll go away. Do you think that that will help? Because it's yeah, cause because my trauma one, like it went away when after I was maybe fifth, well, probably 15. also because he died. Y- yeah, a lot of times. Well, if, both both of them died. Well, that probably the other one died very young. Of yeah, he was like nine, 19. Oh, Jesus! Yeah, it's been Girl. quite a quite a journey yeah, okay. I've been on in my life. But if knowing that you're attackers you the people that have victimized you yep. are are gone off the earth yeah there, maybe. there probably was a little bit of like maybe okay and, and maybe it stopped because of that right maybe so if you're talking to your therapist about now and you're identifying it the hope would be that this would become less often and go away again correct yes and maybe like, once <sighs> things are figured out and settled in my life then hopefully it goes away because it's it's not something that 
you want to uh no it's like a, it's it's i don't know if I've, i hope i've explained it properly that's my experience but from what i've read and seen on youtube that has been the experience of the other people and they interview people around the world and it, like i said it's called many different things but it's all the same it's sleep paralysis and it's part yeah, of my girlfriend when she first yeah. described it very similar to yours she had clearly woken up but could not move her body yeah and she would hear noises in the room yep which you know was terrifying because you feel like someone's in the room with you oh, but you terrifying. can l not move your body you can't do anything to defend yourself yeah or wake up and then it was two or three minutes later she would physically her her body would wake up too. yes but like your body has to catch up to your mind and it takes about two to three minutes to wake your body up and for it to be able to move again it is uh the most frightening thing outside of actually really being attacked by somebody i imagine in your in your bed you know what i mean because i think i mean i i'm sure almost everybody on the planet has had where you've woken up and you think someone's in the room yeah and they're not but it's i can't imagine not being able to move on top of it but there's always that fear of like i can't scream or i can't do anything yeah you, you stun for a second but yeah. i would hope that you, you know, can't scream for sure you can't even like you can't open your mouth your mouth doesn't move nothing moves uh and it, that's why i say some people have their eyes open and see him. I always feel like my eyes are closed, but I see my kid's picture and I see the shadow man go by and go to the end of the bed. That's the same thing every fucking time. And then when I, what I feel is he gets to the end of the bed and then I feel like I'm sinking, being pushed into the bed. So I feel maybe he's on my back. I don't know. Other people, they back sleep and they've seen the face of the old hag or they've seen the shadow man who... Uh, the drawings from all over the world look the same. He's he's like seven feet tall. He's it's all black. There's no face. Ooh, is that weird? like Slender long, Man? Yes, yes. Ugh. And he's got long fingers. So um, I wonder if that's the origin of Slender Man too. I don't. It could be. They call him the Shadow Man. Could be. Well, I would hope for you the talking yeah. about it with your therapist, working through definitely what you've been through this last two years, and hopefully people mm -hmm. that listen that have it, and or maybe they're like me. I had it my whole life, and not you know in blocks of my life. And I didn't know it had a name until oh, two weeks ago or a week ago. So I hope maybe if you're experienced this or you have, you reach out to me, I would talk to you about it. Um, you're not alone and this is what it's called. I mean, I didn't know it was called sleep paralysis until recently. So, uh, you know, and I've had probably 25 episodes in my life. Oh, scary. And I can, rem I can recall details of every single one. I had one at my my aunt's house uh, with my cousin, and she was sleeping through the whole thing. It was just, uh, anyway, yeah. And so you get, to, I never told anybody because I thought they're going to think I'm crazy when I was a kid. Well, it know? is such an odd thing that I do hope this helps some people because yeah. you could easily think that you're losing your mind. Yes. It's just so weird. It only happens to me. Yeah. Or God forbid you think you're really sick when really, you know, it's, you're not, it's, it's you're normal. not physically sick. It's like, it happens. There's probably something happening in your life that's causing a level of anxiety that's manifesting yeah. itself in well, sleep. It's, yeah. If you look up sleep paralysis, it's a, three of the main causes and I had, you all, had three. all three yeah so I was like oh oh my god Jill you're okay. so lucky I'm so lucky of all the times in your life but you know you what's so funny about all three me things. I always when things happen to me whether I'm being molested or whether I sleep whatever 
I always go through it alone. I'm like, I just fucking power through it. I'm like, it's yeah. cool. Probably everybody gets this. And then when I talk to people like you or my friends at the Florida TV station, they're like, what? No, I've never had that. And so I just kind of go through life thinking that everyone experiences this shit and it happens and you just get over it. And I realize that's not the case. I can't take control of this right now. I'm just going to have to ride it out. Yeah, but you're starting to by talking about it, talking to your therapist and even diagnosing it. Yes, I self-diagnosed. I was so proud of myself. So I was so excited to talk to her. Dr. Barbara. Well, usually on Fridays, I'm like, ugh, I got to talk to my shrink about me. Like I don't, it's like, fuck. I don't want to talk about me for an hour. I'm sick of it. Here I can have fun with it, but there it's like they're analyzing. You go deep, shitty. Oh, I should go deeper on you. I was so excited to talk to her. I was like, oh my God. I've I've diagnosed myself. So then I get out, I go, first thing I said, I'm like, have you heard of sleep paralysis? And she goes, well, of course I have. I go, okay, so, and I tell her the story and she goes, well, yes, absolutely. That's what you you have. And I went, oh my God. Nice I was validation, so happy. yeah. It was nice, val- exactly, validation. Well, yes. I wish you sweet dreams tonight. <laughs> you imagine if I had my worst episode yet? That'd be horrible. <laughs> Thanks, Liz. <laughs> And it was Liz sitting in the corner. She's the hag. Do, do, do. <laughs> no, you're singing ABBA, which would be my worst nightmare. <laughs> With her karaoke Fernando, machine. Fernando, <laughs> I hear the call. No. <laughs> do you see the light, I, Fernando? That was pretty good, Jill. Thank you. I oh do love God, ABBA, as thank you know. Yeah, thank you. Oh, anyway. All right. Well, sweet dreams. Thank um, you for joining I us, hope everybody. Have a wonderful night's sleep tonight, Jill. You too. I hope I didn't... Uh, Give don't your plant body a seed. Or- <laughs> yeah, me. I don't want this shit. <laughs> and get reach out to me if you've had it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Ask Jillian, and we'll see you next time.